You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Then if you have your Bible, the Bible says it's in Mark's gospel, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, they shall take up serpents, verse 18. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There are three parts to healing. The Bible says, if you're sick, then hands are laid upon the sick. But you see, when you lay hands on the sick, it's not your job to heal them. Your job is to lay hands on them. The second part to healing is God's part. Is there any sick among you? Let them call upon the elders of the church. Let them anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith shall raise them up. And if they have committed sins, they shall be forgiven them. The second part is God's part. The Lord will raise them up, the Bible says in James 5. So the first part, we lay hands on the sick. That's our part. The second part, the Lord does the raising. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. I went and prayed for someone one time. I laid hands on them. I said, you're healed. I turned and walked away. And the loved ones that were there said, is that it? I said, that's it. Now it's God's job to raise them up. But there's a third part to healing. And that is that man or woman that is sick or afflicted. The Bible says they shall recover. I believe we need to spend more time teaching people how to recover from sickness and disease. Because it is the final part of being made whole. Some people don't know how to recover. They go back and do the same things they were doing. I prayed for a girl in Chicago that something was wrong with her leg. And I said, you believe God will heal it? She said, yes. I prayed for Oh, praise God, I'm healed. Now I can go back to the nightclub again. I said, get ready for both legs to go bad. God's not healing you, so go back into the sin and the problem and the thing that you were in. Are you hearing me? She looked at me like I, like I had cussed at her. I didn't cuss at her. I was just telling her, if you want to keep your healing, if you're going to recover, you've got to remove yourself from everything that is of the world worldly, everything that is of the enemy. I prayed for a man to be healed of cancer in his lungs. Oh, praise God. He said, I can smoke again. I said, you may, but it'll come back on you seven times worse, and you'll die a terrible death because the the Bible says once that spirit goes out, it finds six more spirits, seven more spirits, more wicked than itself, isn't that right? Comes back in and it takes possession again. Once you get free, once you're delivered, you've got no business going back into the thing that brought the disease on you. Woman came to me in Indiana. Oh, my husband's having a nervous breakdown. This is when there was the first Gulf War, the United States over in the Middle East. And I, 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 he comes in, he's shaking everything. Oh, he said, my nerves are bad. I said, what's wrong? He said, well, no. you know, he said, when the war broke out, I got me three television sets. I watch all the networks and I drink coffee to step through the night. I'm looking for shock and awe. Well, he got shock and awe, all right. Messed his nerves up. Are you hearing me? And he said, do you know how I can be healed. I said, I know exactly how. You have alphabet disease. He said, I have alphabet disease. Yes, sir. You have ABC, CBS, NBC, F 
FOX disease. If you'll just shut the television sets off and if you'll lay off the coffee and go to bed, I said, I have a feeling you'll be healed in about two days. Glory to God. Some things we afflict ourselves with and God wants us to learn how to recover. Someone say, I'm going to get better and not worse. Say, I'm going to get better and not worse. You see, the tangible healing anointing can be transferred by the laying on of hands. In this particular meeting, I'm laying hands on everybody every night. You'll notice in the day services, I'm not taking time to pray for people or to hold folks over. We're trying to get you out with the faith of God back to the workplace, wherever you're going. But I tell you this, every night God's doing something. A woman that couldn't breathe was healed off her oxygen last night. Last I saw her, she's smiling, shaking hands with the oxygen and the tubes on her shoulder. Are you hearing me? There was a man here Sunday that his left eye, he saw double and he had legal blindness when suddenly the power of God made his eye whole. He said, wow. That's a modern day language for hallelujah. Amen. Wow. He could be in to see. He came back and testified. He said, I've been checking it out all day. He said, I've been testing it all day. Well, if God does it, it can be proven. Hallelujah. Our God is a consuming fire. He burns up every sickness. He burns up every disease. Stop putting your trust in doctors and stop putting your trust in medicine. I'm not opposed to doctors or medicine, but put your trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And once you do that, you won't need the doctor or the medicine. We've raised a generation in the church that got more faith in what the doctor tells them than what God tells them. But we need the word. The anointing is transferable. Hallelujah. People can come through the prayer line if they don't release their faith to God. And if they don't believe, all they're going to get is messed up hair. <laughs> or my handprint on their bald head. It has to be a release of faith. Everybody say a release of faith. In Acts 28 verse 8, the apostle Paul comes. And the Bible says, and it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever. And of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. The anointing was transferred not just by prayer, but by the laying on of hands. You can also receive the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost by the laying on of hands. I've had meetings where I call it a stereo prayer line. Amen. If you need to be healed, you'll be healed. If you need the Holy Ghost, you'll receive the Holy Ghost. But it comes by the laying on of hands. There's some things we need to do to guard ourselves so that the anointing can work in us in a powerful way. Can you say amen? One of the things we need to do, the Bible says in Jeremiah, set a watch at your mouth. Too many people come to church instead of entering in an atmosphere of prayer, they want to talk to, about something or do something. I always shut myself off before I preach. I'm not going to talk to people. I'm not holding interviews. Get yourself on your knees and talk to the Lord. Create an atmosphere of receiving in your spirit. Don't waste your words on foolishness, but begin to pray unto the Lord. Hallelujah. When I used to go to Africa and other nations, they had a better understanding of this than we do in America. 
Jamaica. They'd come in singing the songs of God in Jamaica. I could hear them coming up the road. When his bleeding hands touch mine, when his bleeding hands touch mine. And the Jamaicans would sing as they began to come up the road towards the house of God. I was in Nigeria and they would come in praying. You could hear them, a mighty volume of prayer. We've lost a little of that in this country, but it's time to get back what the devil stole. You're not all that in a box of Cracker Jacks. Are you hearing me? You need, I need, we need the anointing of the Spirit of God. This is not a game, but this is a real thing. We're battling for the souls of men, and miracles and the gifts of healing are the bells that God rings to gain the attention of the world that they may know Jesus is alive and that he is power to save and he has power to heal and when I lay my hands on you that tangible healing anointing will go into your body but I got even better news everybody do this like you're pulling something down pulling something down when you lay hands on the sick they're going to receive that gift is coming in you now raise your hands and shout hallelujah Say the laying on of hands. The third way God heals, James chapter 5, it is the recognition of the elders of the church, our pastors, our elders, that they anoint the sick with oil. James 5, 14 says, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. There was a lady... I remember her son-in-law, his name was Fire, uh, Feathers, Eddie Feathers, nice man. And his mother-in-law was a nice lady. And she was in the hospital in Cumberland, Maryland. And the pastor said to me, she can't come to the meetings, but she's heard of your ministry. Would you be opposed to going to the hospital and, and praying uh, with her and anointing with oil? And so if a pastor has someone that he's raised up under his ministry, I've always made it a practice to come in agreement with the pastor, and I'll go and anoint with oil. Someone said, I got someone who needs to be anointed with oil. Good, get you some oil and go anoint them. If all I did was just go on demand, I wouldn't be here to preach tonight because there's so much need. This is why we have to raise up this generation to see that you have gifts of the Holy Ghost in you and you can work the works of God and it doesn't just have to be the pastor or the elder or the evangelist, but one of the ways that God heals is he honors the gift of the elders and the pastors. The Bible says, are you sick? If there's sickness or disease, is it there? Is it among you? Perhaps you, let him or her call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. I went into that hospital. What do you, what do you call it when it was like, it was a ward, about 10 people in there, all sick. I went over to our sister. I anointed her with oil. I commanded her to be healed. I said, I'll see you. And it was her daughter said, is that it? I said, that's it. We've anointed her with oil. Now she's going to recover in the name of the Lord. The Lord will raise her up. The next day we were back in Cumberland. Brother, the pastor wanted to go to the mall for something he had to get. 
He said, let's go over to the hospital. It's just over the hill. We'll go see Sister So-and-so. So we go over there. We went down the hallway to that ward, opened the door, and the whole ward was empty. So we went out to the nurse's station, and we said, where's all the people who's in that ward? So it's the strangest thing. When the doctor came in to check everybody, they were all healed. And so they got their clothes, and they went home. This thing will work for everybody. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. There is a power in the anointing. Amen. Oil symbolizes the working of the Holy Ghost. If that same spirit that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead, if he dwells in you, he'll quicken your mortal body. You'd better get ready. You'd better get ready. That anointing's coming down from heaven. It's being stirred up on the inside of you right now. Hallelujah. The gift of the Holy Ghost that you receive by the laying on of hands. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. If you're not recovering quick enough, you need more Holy Ghost. Go plug into the pump. Amen. Get more of that anointing as it comes from heaven. Stop talking about your disease. Stop talking about your sickness. Stop talking about how you feel. Because the word of God is greater than your feeling. When I wake up in the morning, I don't feel saved. I feel sleepy, but I'm still saved. Amen. You don't go by how you feel. Whew. That was a Holy Ghost in that. I heard it. <laughs> you don't go by how you feel. But thank God that they anoint with oil. And the Bible says that that power comes on them and makes them whole. Mark chapter 6 verse 13. The word of God says, And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. In the area of the holy anointing oil of the Jewish tradition, there was different anointings. But Jesus did not come to do away with the law, but in him all of the law and the prophets might be fulfilled. And so when he sent out the first disciples, when he called unto himself the twelve and sent them forth, he commanded them to pray for the sick, cast out devils. He said, preach the gospel and anoint with oil. This is a direct command from Jesus himself. First carried out by the twelve and then later carried out by the seventy and now implemented by every one of us that believe what Jesus said. Can you say amen. He commissioned them. He commanded them. We are commanded to lay our hands on people, but we're also commanded to anoint with oil all that are sick. And the Bible says when they did it, it healed them. So there is a transfer of the tangible anointing when you obey the word of God. And in this case, anointing the sick with oil. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in 
and by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.